Yo, brah! This is Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Is that, is that one of your favorite ones? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Yo, brah! This is this, this, this your host, Shane! I'm here, <laughs> my, I'm, here, I'm, here, I'm here with my co-host! Oh my Derek. God. It was my favorite. Now Thanks for joining it. us on Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast. A Christian Podcast doesn't take itself too seriously. First off, you're not the host. Second, Ooh. do you think you could do the whole podcast talking like that? I'm sure going to try. Oh, please. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very <laughs> Rob Gronkowski-esque. Right yeah. <laughs> People are going to start turning it off quick. Yeah. Oh, it's so Shane, obnoxious. Shane became a dad, and his voice changed. Everything changed. Yeah, I just feel a little different about myself. <laughs> the episode we released a week ago... Um, we we talk about how Shane was at the hospital thinking that a baby was coming, uh-huh. and then in a week you have a three week old. Two two weeks. Two weeks. Oh. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be three weeks. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, tonight Shane. it's two weeks. By the time this comes out, it'll, because today be is September um, twenty something. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell whenever we're oh, recording? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, little baby Camden mm-hmm. has come into the world, and uh, I don't, I don't know if. Well, no, I know, I know that you don't do this, but uh, I got a jar uh, with nine hundred thirty-six marbles. This is part of the Orange philosophy, the Rethink Group. This is what they they do. And they say that it's a good way to see how much time you have. So Camden's born two weeks ago tonight, three weeks ago when this comes out. Um, and uh, so I have 936 marbles in a jar, and you take one out a week, and it represents one week. Uh, not, uh, it, it's 936 weeks until she turns 18. Wow. So it's also a great way to, to depress yourself every single yeah. day. <laughs> See, for me, for me, it's like, uh, hey, time is fleeting, and I need to make the most of the time that I have with her, and all those sort of things. It's only been two weeks, but for Lauren, she already hates it. It makes it a lot easier when she's crying at night and you're just yeah. like, oh, just gotta, I can't just, wait to take just, another marble. Just got to remember these marbles. It's all worth it. It's all worth it. <laughs> and the whole thing is you're losing your marbles. But oh, it also like... Oh, well, I didn't oh, even put two clever, and two together. Clever. Yeah, Orange. Marbles, so. They got it together. But And then there's also like milestone marbles and birthday marbles, all this stuff. But it, it, it the whole point is to help you realize, hey, don't waste the time you got. Oh, so, cool. So you feel different? Nope. <laughs> Besides, more tired. I, yeah, I feel different in the sense I'm just sleepy all the time. Because <laughs> Camden cries a good amount, right? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. <laughs> yes, I do. I have two. I have two yeah. kids. I know all idea. The, so for you, uh, with with Brooklyn and Savannah, I mean, was it the case with Camden at night? She will not stop crying unless you hold her. I don't know. I slept. Erica took care of it. I had to work the next yeah. day. No, um, are actually they weren't. Uh, the girls weren't that bad, honestly. Either either one when it came yeah. to that stuff. Savannah was a little worse. Our our youngest, Tyler. Do you remember any crying? You lived there. Uh, I would hear faint cries in the middle of the night, but realize, then, but realize that I didn't have to deal with it, so it was really <laughs> easy for me to go back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, the only well, thing Topper has to deal with is in the morning them screaming and yelling and uh, yeah. and crawling around and all. The only the only thing is on a Saturday morning sometimes I'll just hear like it literally sounds like somebody dumps a jar of marbles on the floor. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? And I yeah, come upstairs. It's, it's my marbles. <laughs> going on the and floor. it's Brooklyn dragging around like this pearl necklace on the ground. And I'm just like, goodness, Brooklyn. That's awesome. Uh, but uh, we, Lauren had one time. Eric, you shared the story about. Savannah just pooping all over your chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So L- Lauren had one of those moments, but I, I didn't, and I wasn't there. 
but she said she was changing Camden, and she picked up her legs. It's a loaded gun. It's a loaded, loaded gun. gun. But she like matrixed it and dodged a rocket of Dookie wow. shot out of her butt, and she moved and it missed her, and it shot across the room. And got on. There were like stuff on. There was like stuff on the ground, like presents. It got like on these presents and like the crib, and, like all this stuff. It literally. So you had to clean that up. No, I was gone. I was. I just wasn't oh, home. You lucky. Yeah, I was at work or something. And uh, and she. Texted you're you're me. a pastor. You could have came home. No way. You had no, <laughs> you no scandal wasn't. There have literally been times where Lauren has texted me like, "Oh my goodness, Camden won't stop crying. She won't stop pooping. She won't stop eating." And I'll literally text her back. I have never been more happy to be at work right now. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what she wants to hear from you. Yeah. It's zero support. Only glee of the fact that, that yeah. you're away from. I'm like, sucker. Yeah. Oh, I'm at work. Oh, honey, got to work late again. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, it's awesome being a dad. and uh, It's a pretty cool thing, but it's yeah, still crazy. It gets more fun. It's not... Like, this is going to sound mean, but I don't really like babies at all. I cannot wait until Camden, like, it's older. Like, Brooklyn and Savannah's age, I can't. Yeah, I'm that's really fun. That's that. when it's fun. I, I could care less about a baby. Yeah. Like. Wow. Oh could I care could, less? I could care less about a baby. Your baby's fine. What about what about a female baby? Because we know what every, how much you hate girls. Yeah. And it does, how, nope, I don't. I don't differentiate between boys and girls in this category. <laughs> babies are babies. <laughs> uh, when Brooklyn was born, I, I mean, I liked her maybe love which should be the word oh, my. <laughs> and then when Savannah oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then when Savannah came guess that develops over time yeah. I guess love was should be the word I liked her I guess <laughs> when Savannah came I remember thinking like I love her but I hate this age I need her to get older cause yeah. then I had Brooklyn as an example now Savannah's at, the, at an awesome age where she's hilarious yeah, to me she's cool. always talking and all stuff. Yeah. trying to talk waving all the time yeah, bang that's hilarious. Stuff. she'll go to the steps now at the bottom of the steps, you know, she's not supposed to go up the steps and look over at me. I go, Savannah. And then right when I say that, she starts racing up the steps as fast as she can so I can go catch her. It cracks me up. She pushes Brooklyn around all the time. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Brooklyn always, stop, Savannah. Savannah just hitting her on the head, pulling her hair. <laughs> well, just just today, um, uh, while you were you were at a board meeting, and before I had to go to a board meeting, um, Erica came over with Brooklyn and Savannah and hung out with Lauren Camden and I. And Lauren is feeding uh, Camden. Ooh. And has like, hey, hey, that's, don't. Hey, 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 hey. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's my wife. You're talking, that's my wife and daughter you're talking about. And uh, she had one of those like things to cover over top of her so you can't see and stuff. And Brooklyn walked over while uh, Lauren was feeding uh, Camden. And I was talking to Erica, so we weren't really paying attention. Then I look over, and Brooklyn literally lifts up the like apron that is covering <laughs> Lauren feeding. And she goes, <laughs> Hi, Camden. <laughs> just puts it back that's, down. And that's my away. girl. <laughs> get get so a glance. <laughs> and then Brooklyn was watching Camden feed, so she came over and sat in my lap, and literally, this is your daughter. Yeah. I know acted like she was nursing from me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I was sitting there, and I was like, I didn't know what was going on at first, and I was like, Erica. Is Brooklyn trying to nurse for me right now? And she was like, Brooklyn, stop! Yeah, she does that now with, with Savannah stuff too. Like, she never cared about pacifiers, but now that Savannah uses one, she always wants to use one. Yeah. Of it. 
don't it's, know, but it's pretty, pretty, pretty funny. What a stupid kid, right? <laughs> the kids uh, are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's parenting. Doesn't you know that milk doesn't come out of these nipples? Yeah. Come on, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Whatever comes out of those nipples, <laughs> you don't want to drink that. Get a hair in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, how, how about this? You know, you know, what we haven't done in a while, Topper. What what haven't we done? We haven't gotten all aboard. Oh, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten aboard on the. Yeah. Oh, before you said that, you, while you were chugging, I was watching Topper. He was watching like a hog, like, where's my, where's my, yeah, I didn't know if I should, I didn't know if I should stop after the second chugga chugga or wait for the third. Yeah, he was waiting. It was the third. It was the third. I got it. Well, let's take the Shane train right over to the sports station, shall we? What you got? All right. So this is. It's a sport thing, but it's not really... Ladies, I don't want to... Well, I, some ladies like sports, but if you're not into sports, don't tune us out. Because this is more about race and about... Um, uh, oh, okay. I know and it's more about... Inequality. Equ- yeah, inequality. And it's more about the United States than it is about, about sports. America. That's yeah, right. about America. America. Um, so you guys, you, guys know, you guys know what I'm talking about. We're talking about Colin Kaepernick and the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, well, explain for anyone that literally does not have Facebook and it doesn't yeah. watch NFL and doesn't know anything. Explain what, what we're talking about. Um, well, basically, so Colin Kaepernick is quarterback for the 49ers and he, um, uh, in the preseason, when the National Anthem was being performed before the game started, um, was sitting during the National Anthem, with which uh, is a big no-no to a lot of people. Um, and uh, basically what he's doing is protesting um, the, the oppressed in America uh, not just the black community, but that is really the the, the main target that, that he is talking about. Um, or, I don't know if the African-American community is more politically correct or, or what. Um, and so that's... The, he he refused to stand up uh, during that because he said that he didn't... Because he, he's so frustrated with how our country treats um, minorities. Black and, people and specifically. Black people specifically. Yeah. So... The question now he went from first he was just sitting on the bench now he's kneeling um, to try to show respect and reverence um, and those sort of things and there's basically two schools of thought the school of thought which is um, uh, that uh, a lot of people are upset because they say you are disrespecting the flag you're disrespecting our country you're disrespecting Military. all the people who who fought for your freedom yep. then there's a school of thought of well those people fought for the right. For Colin Kaepernick to do what he is doing, as well, and he is exercising his freedom, which is the American way, um, and so uh, that that brings us into how do you guys feel? What are your thoughts about it? I have mine, but I want to hear yours. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely say I, I understand that he has the right, and for me, yeah. that's 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 not necessarily a question for me. I just think that I mean, racial inequality, one hundred percent, especially the Black Lives Matter movement. Definitely needs to be addressed. Um, however, I don't believe that he used his platform correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's already awareness to this. You know, we've seen all the stuff uh, with the police brutality. You know, this stuff has been brought to light. Yeah. I just think there need now there needs to be a positive action. Well, and we are in um, the Baltimore area, right. outside of Baltimore. So uh, w- over the last. We're you know, very familiar. With we're all very this familiar stuff. with what's going on yep. with Freddie Gray and the riots in the city and all of those sort of things. So we've seen it really around yeah. us a lot um, uh, in the last what a year, year and a half, two years. Yeah, it's been really a year and a half, I guess. Yeah, and I, I think what Kaepernick did 
is, is this is what I'm about to say is on a much smaller scale, but I think that it has me thinking back to just like you were saying the Baltimore riots and how people were using this to kind of justify unrest, and they kind of claimed this is the only way that it was going to be brought to to attention, um, and hope for progress after that. But I just don't. Obviously, that's that's not the way. Yeah. You know, to tear that. It's just so for him sitting during the national anthem it's just i don't think that that was the right way to go about it so does he have the right abs- I, I absolutely so I what you're saying so. is there's not a there's nothing morally wrong with it you just think he could have done it in a better way yeah i think that if he wanted to bring this this to light there could have been different alternatives mm-hmm. i mean at least i at least know note right now that with his I heard recently with his jersey sales, I know that he pledged that he was going to start giving away his jersey sales, which is great. That's a great, yeah. you know, donate to the cause. That's that's fair. That's what, good. What's happened since he started doing this is it, within the, the, the week that he started um, this protest, he sold more jerseys in that one week than he did in the last eight months combined. Yeah. So, so there's it's there was been a, a great PR thing for absolutely him. yeah, and he's not even a starting quarterback. Yeah, he's a backup quarterback. He yeah. sucks at his job. Actually, he's pretty terrible. He's bad. Um, that's I mean, you kind of said it too, but that's kind of my thing with it is that I see it more specifically him. I'm not going to speak to anyone else that's doing it because it's like other people are doing it now. Specifically him, I don't see it more as. At least at first, I didn't see it as him trying to actually raise awareness. I saw it more, and I might be wrong, but I saw more of him trying to get attention because he's a quarterback that loves the attention. Um, if you mm-hmm. followed him on Instagram and all that stuff, you would see that. And then he all of a sudden, now he is so bad that he's losing his job to Blaine Gabbard, who's not a good quarterback. Um, <laughs> Blaine Gabbard is so bad that the Jaguars let him go. Yes. And so I thought that was his way, that was a way for him just to get attention. Yeah. Because not only did he sit the first time, he also, during practice, wore socks with um, pigs wearing police hats. But. So is that really trying to raise awareness? Or is that like, let's talk about him some more. But that was not current. That was a year ago. So, but that. He was wearing wearing socks. That that was not, that people just brought brought that back up. Um, When it initially. That was stupid for him. That was stupid. Really stupid. When it initially happened and he was sitting, my immediate reaction was, uh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that actually kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Because I mean, we have our grandparents were in the military. I have my brother-in-law's uh, a Marine. Like, that just to me, the the American flag and uh, the national anthem to me is just like, it's it's exercising our freedom, obviously, and it's like appreciating the fact that we do have that, and people fought for that and all that stuff. So the fact that he sat was like really disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. Does he have the right to do it? A hundred percent, he yeah. does. Um, but it's still disrespectful. It can you can have the right and not be and it not be a right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the kneeling and the hands in the air, it still bothers me a little bit. But mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't find myself feeling like it's as disrespectful. I don't know if that's right or not, but it still bothers me a little bit, but I think it's a little better. I feel like at first it was him it was him just doing that for attention and then when he started to get it, then he started to change the way he was doing it to try to be a little better with it. And then he started donating money and all that stuff. Because he did put his money where his mouth is. He, did. he right. donated a million dollars, he did all that stuff. But and like you said, 
we're, t- we're raising awareness for an issue that has been the most talked about issue for the past year. What yeah. more awareness do we need? I do agree there is a problem and, and all that stuff. So there needs to be solutions. So is the solution really to sit and piss some more white people off? Is that the solution for this problem is to sit and try and make other people really mad or is it to find another way? I don't know. But I, that just was my initial thought with it. But All right. So, yeah, but um, I mean, Eric, you were saying uh, you said a couple things here and there about um, I think that we need to be careful what we say because we, we have to realize and I mean, our, most of our listeners know this, but we are three white guys. Yes. And so I, I always feel weird talking about this sort of an issue because I have no idea. I don't experience what the yeah, black community sure. experiences or what minorities experience because I'm not a minority in my, in where, where we live. And, and I understand that I have an advantage in life mm-hmm. being a white male. Yes. And, and anyone that acts like if you're a white male, it doesn't, you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're there isn't a, like, I w- for any of those people, I would say, would you switch places right now? Yeah. Of course not. I've never been discriminated against when it comes to my race. I've never been. Call- There's nothing you can even call me that yeah. would make hurt my feelings you, when it comes to my race. Most of the time, the, what what people say is, "Oh, you're nerdy." <laughs> like, yeah. okay, you call me yeah. a cracker. It's not yeah. gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah it's not gonna give a crap. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, this, whenever it comes to race issues, it's hard to talk about for me because I don't know how how you feel, and I don't know what you experience, and I don't know when you are um, looked down upon or discriminated or any of those sort of things. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, I just don't always get it. Um, now, when when I first saw him sitting down, I kind of had the same reaction as you guys. Oh, that's disrespectful. That's ridiculous. Da 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 da. And it kind of made me angry. Um, and then seeing now, what, we can never judge somebody's motives. We don't know. We can assume, but it doesn't mean that we actually know. So at first, I had those same thoughts. He's just trying to get attention, all stuff. But I have to give him credit. Since he's started this, he has done everything right from that point on um he he has talked to the military he talked to a green beret had to figure out okay how can i do this respectfully how can i protest in a way that is respectful to the military he's talked about how he wasn't trying to disrespect the military or the people who fought for him and how he's just trying to raise awareness he put his money where his mouth is all of those sort of things that he did that that it 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 showed me that you know it made me realize i don't know where his heart is and it could still be in the wrong place i have no idea but he's done the right things um and that's all that that i can look at and i've talked to a few people who are military people um for example uh lene ross who is the our our executive pastor at city on a hill she is a she she's in the air force her husband was in the air is still in the air force and i talked to her i said is it disrespectful to you as a military person to have um uh, him kneel during the national anthem and she said no that's why I fought. That's why I I was part of the military, and and that was her viewpoint from somebody who is in the military. Now I realize not every military person feels that way, mm-hmm. um, and I and so I I recognize that. But ultimately, what she 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 raised some good points, and I hope I didn't ask her if I could share these things, but I'm sure whatever she share them. <laughs> Sorry, Lene. <laughs> um, but uh, she said one, he's not burning the flag. Yeah, he's not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's not. Standing up and saying that that other lives don't matter, um, which is a misconception, misconception that, sure. that that the white community says. Oh, what we don't matter either. No, that's not that's not what the black community is saying. What they are saying is that nobody has questioned whether or not you matter. P- 
people have questioned this is whether the, or not the black community matters. Yeah, no, this is the fire that needs to be put out now. Yes. It's not like saying that all lives don't matter, but right. this is what's important right now. I saw yeah. I saw a great video with that that it was four guys at a at a restaurant, three white guys and a black guy, and the waiter comes and brings the three white guys their food and the black guy goes, Um, oh sorry, I I order food, I didn't get my food yet. And the white and the waiter goes, "Oh, you think their food doesn't matter?" It's like, no, it matters. They just have their food. I don't have it. It's like, oh, so you're saying that no one can have food since you don't have yours? No, I just want my food as well. And that's kind of what yeah. I think about yeah. when I think of yeah. yeah. And I'll it, and now I will say there are some people that turn into a political thing and absolutely. all that stuff, which happens to everything. But and there, I think there are the extremists co- on both sides. Yes, but I think at the core of it is not. Yeah. It's it's seen injustices happening, yeah. whether it's always injustice or not. And this isn't against cops either. Mm-hmm. It's just there are, if there are specific situations where uh, that happens and it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. And it seems like, again, speaking, speaking from three white dudes mm-hmm. yeah. that live in a suburban state part of Maryland, it seems like there's an issue yeah. just to me. Although Maryland is a very diverse mm, culturally yeah. Yeah, yeah. area. Um, uh, so, so that, that is pretty cool to see, but ultimately to me, I, at first I was like, I kind of have a problem with it that at this point, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I have any problem with what he's doing. Um, I, I, you know, I may not always agree. I, I agree with you, Topper, where he said he could have found a better way of doing it. Um, and I, I think that that is a possibility, but morally, I don't think it's wrong. Here, here's another question. We, we are Orioles fans. A lot of people said, well, if it's disrespectful for him to sit during the national anthem, is it disrespectful for us to yell "O" oh, during the national anthem? Because that's what we do at Orioles games. And our, our, well, yeah. a lot of people's response would be because I have heard that too. Is well, it was written here, all that stuff. It doesn't mean he yeah, would, it but, wasn't written for a baseball team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just because it was written here doesn't you know, or like if you go to a, a Washington Capitals game, they yell "red" yeah during it because that's that's their thing. You know what I mean? So like, is it, that that's taking the attention like. It's a cool thing. I love that we do it. Yeah, but I do too. It is taking the attention off of what it's supposed to mean, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. When I say "oh," I'm not saying it because I'm celebrating America. I'm saying it because I love the Orioles. Exactly. I don't exactly. know. Um, so, I don't know. What are your? What do you guys think? Because see, it, yelling "oh" during the national anthem is something that I when I thought that that was what everybody did. Yeah. And then, and then when I when I went to college in Oklahoma, and the national anthem, anthem was sung during a soccer game, and I yelled "Oh!" and I was the only one, and I was like, "Oh, that isn't normal!" Yeah, like I thought yeah. everybody did that. So, it, do you think that that is disrespectful? I never thought of it that way, but it, it's true. I mean, the way I look at it is, when we're yelling "Oh!" during the Orioles game, we're excited about the Orioles. It's Mm-hmm. It's kind of part of the song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is and that song is part of our Baltimore history. Yes, it is. Too. It was written yeah, yes. right right. Uh, here. So I love that Francis song even Scott more Key. because it was yeah. part of so, our history. But then I think about so we do that, but Colin Kaepernick, if he was sitting down to I don't I don't know, that I don't see how him sitting down is celebrating in any way. I'm well not, it's not. Right, that's, and that's, that, the, and, that's, that's the, and that's and that's what I mean. Point. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So it's like if he was sitting down and being like, "Oh, this is my way of paying respect yeah. to the flag," then okay, then that's if right. that's why you're doing it. If you're questioned after in post game and they ask you why'd you do that and you did that, people might be like, "Oh, fair enough." You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's the difference. It's I guess it's all about intention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will. I have heard a lot of people say stuff like 
who is he to complain? He's a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. And I hate when people say that because I think for a person that has a spotlight, it is their responsibility. Just because you're a millionaire doesn't mean you're not black, number one. Yes, you don't have to deal with some of the stuff that, that poor African communities need to deal with. But you have a platform now. If there, if you see something as a social injustice, which is what yeah. he does see it and which is what a lot of other people see it, is he maybe doing it for selfish reasons? I think he is a little bit. Um, I think he loves the fact that he has more jersey sales and people are talking about him when he's a back quarterback. Yeah. That's me. That's what I personally think. I don't know if that's really it. I don't know if it's just me being cynical or whatever, but I kind of lean that way more than I think you guys do. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing with Colin Kaepernick is he was adopted by a white family. Yeah, he was raised by it by a white family, so yeah. so a lot of people say, "Well, you don't even know," but that doesn't mean that you can't stand up for those who don't have a voice. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and I think it's your responsibility. Yeah, for, to stand up for people that don't have a voice. Absolutely. I I so I hate when people say that. I think it's responsibility. He obviously has the right to do it. I mean, I I wrote down a quote from a uh, Preston Sprinkle. You're you've heard of Preston Sprinkle mm-hmm. before, right? And here's what he said about kind of some of that stuff. If Tim Tebow and, you, and tell me if you agree with this statement, or whatever. If Tim if Tim Tebow has is free to kneel and pray, if presidents are free to send eighteen year olds overseas, if the KKK is free to continue to exist as an organization, yeah. then professional athletes should be free to stand or sit during a song which celebrates America, a country like all like all countries with a questionable moral track record. Yeah. So I mean, does he definitely for sure has the right? And I, I mean, and I'm okay with him standing up for something, but I will say, deep down inside me, it's still for some reason. Yeah. Well, you don't, me you don't have bit. to be okay with it. Yeah, and that's fine. But, are, but are people too up in arms about it? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. they are. Yeah. I think they are. They're like, way too up in arms. For example, I mean, we're talking about it right yeah, now. Exactly. But like, it's like part. I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and we're talking about whether or not standing or sitting during a song is um is is okay or not okay. And we're not talking about the the people who are getting killed in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that that just shows where we are as as a country. But honestly, that will probably always be the case yeah. in our world. But I'm going to go bring it in a little bit of a different direction. Something. This is something, if we're bringing it to the church, this is something that kind of has bothered me um, with the church culture in America, is that I don't know if we realize that God didn't, that God didn't send his son Jesus to die for only Americans. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I, it drives me crazy sometimes when, and, I, and I'm all for being a patriot. I'm all for celebrating our country. I love where I live. I, I'm a huge Captain America fan. <laughs> all of these things. I love our home. But we are not God's chosen people. Christians are God's chosen people, not Americans. And I want to celebrate our country and we and I want to talk about our country and where we are. But when we get to the place where we think that we are more important than other people, it drives me crazy. In the world, I mean. Yeah. And there are plenty of churches in America that, that are Americans first and Christians second. And yeah. that is an issue. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. As Christians and with our country, are we more like in the Bible times, are we more like Christians were in Rome? Or are we more like the Jewish people were in Israel right now? Us as Christians in America with the laws that we have, with the way morals are, where would you place us in either of those two 
you know, I understand Christians in Rome, Christian Rome, where they were being persecuted, mm-hmm. where they were, um, where Rome was number one. Yeah. And, and in the Bible, it talks about, and they put sub- their lives on the line. And in the, yes. And in the Bible, it talks about submitting to authority, all that stuff, but they had to fight for, for their right to do what they had to do. Or, Jewish people in their pr- in their promised land as the promised nation. Yeah, I don't see us as that. No, because because we're not because America is not the is not the goal. It's the world. God came to save the world. Yeah. I, I love America. I think it's a great country. Everyone, we were built on the foundation of of God and of Christianity and stuff. But with some of the way that the world goes and and some of the laws that are making and the p- things that we're up in arms about, like. I don't know if that's if that's what we are is is like God says we're not. Yeah. It's we're we should the, the our, our ultimate authority is Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. It's not it's not America, no. it's not the country. No. Cuz cuz God didn't come to save the country, he came mm-hmm. to save the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that our churches a lot of them in America miss that. Um and and like I said I realize it's a fine line and I'm not trying to discredit the military or where, who we are as a nation. I think it's important to know who you are and where you come from and your home and all of those things. And I and I think fighting for your country, mm-hmm. fighting, f- fighting, <laughs> fighting for the rights of people. That mm-hmm. not only is a patriotic thing, but that is a godly thing it's to a do. Thing. Yeah, putting putting other people first. You doing you fighting your heart out, doing stuff for someone like Colin Kaepernick to have the right to kneel or sit. Yeah, like. And and even if you might hate that, you fought so you had that right. Yeah. That's you putting other people in front of you. Yeah, like that is a godly thing. Uh, yeah, that that America has borrowed from God. Right. But well, and it, it can even go a step further if you're talking about churches and denominations. It drives me crazy when somebody is a follower of a denomination before they were a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know we we're part of the Nazarene Church. I'm not a Nazarene before I'm a Christian. Yes. I'm a Christian first. I'm a follower of Jesus first and foremost. And Nazarene comes second, you know, and, and that doesn't define me. But there are some people who say, well, I live and breathe the, the whatever denomination I'm a part of. And, and that is the end I'll be. I'll tell you what, the manual of a denomination is not a higher, is not a higher authority than God's word and the Bible. And we have to recognize that as churches, that we aren't so focused on being right that we miss out on following Jesus. Yes. And loving other people. Yeah. A lot of times we want to be right before we even love other yeah. people. Yeah. 100%. So, but anything else you guys want to add about? If I were to pay... Shane just farted. That's disrespectful. Kind of going back to what you said, Shane, and how we're three white males. Yeah. We, we don't know what it's like no. to be... I, I don't know what it would be like if I were a black male and how I would feel about this. Yeah. Because right now I say... Oh, he, he, well, what I may have said is, oh, he disrespected the flag. Like, there's some, you know, that's ridiculous. Mm. But if I'm a black male, I might not care about him disrespecting the flag. Because I you've might been just disrespected be, your whole life. Right, and I might just care that, thank you, someone's finally bringing this to light. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care in which way you go about it. It needs to be talked about. And guess what? No one's going to listen until you do something like yeah. this. So, putting yourself yeah. in someone else's shoes, I mean, you really... I just don't see how it's... I maybe I just mean naive, but it's already being talked about. It's right. already been talked. About. I mean, not. I don't want to say been like we're past it because we're not. There's yeah. so much more. But I don't. I don't know. Could wouldn't it be a better thing for him not to put all the attention on him and just donate money 
for it and work underneath and like maybe build education and because i think i think it's a lot of the ways that we get out of some of this stuff is i I don't know maybe maybe i'm just can't you do both yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm just being naive as a as a as a white as a white boy. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, like, because I is. just see it. I just see it as such an attention thing initially, and now it's becoming a good PR thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's right, going with it and doing the things a little better now. Yeah, that's just what I see it. But I don't, and I don't think everyone that's doing stuff, hands up, whatever is mm-hmm. is doing that. But I mean, because a lot of these guys, because it's not just Colin Kaepernick now. There are other guys who are doing this. Yes. Brandon Marshall on the on the Denver Broncos, linebacker for the Denver Broncos, did it, and he's he's lost endorsements because yeah. of it. Yeah. And he said, "I don't care because I'm trying to make a difference here, and if it means me losing money, so be it because it's worth it of what what I'm trying, what we're trying to do here." Yeah. So I, I I can respect that, and and these guys are beginning to put other people's needs in front of them, and if that's the case. I mean, who am I? Who am, who are we to say that it's wrong? Um, I I don't know. It just it if it, if it makes change, I'm all for it. Yeah, I don't know. I'd still I am, but I'm not because it yeah. still it still bothers me for some reason. Like every time I see it, I'm like I don't know if it should or shouldn't, but for some reason, just I don't know if it just instilled in me or or with my background or whatever. But for some reason, it's still just. Just bothers me. One yeah. thing we're not talking about that's probably even even more ridiculous. I have after this, I have another point, but is Colin Kaepernick's afro? Like something needs to be done with that. <laughs> that that's that's way more ridiculous <laughs> than, than I feel like it happened overnight. Yeah, I don't remember that last season. But then seeing a picture, I was like, "What happened?" Maybe How that's why I can't take him seriously. Yeah. You look like a, you look like a clown. Buddy. He turned like, into a chia pet. Yeah. <laughs> it just grew, but. Um, last last thing I'll say on it, then we can move on. Um, I the only thing that does bother me a little bit with what I've been seeing on on Facebook and all that stuff is that it seems like well, your first problem is you're looking at yeah Facebook. I know it seems like more people are people are more concerned and I will say white people that mm-hmm. I've seen not all but are more concerned with them not kneeling. Mm-hmm. whatever which really isn't hurting anybody it might dishonor yeah but it's not hurting anybody yeah. rather than the fact that innocent black people are being murdered yeah. by police sometimes mm-hmm. not every time whatever yeah like that authority is being abused yeah. shouldn't we be up in arms with the fact that an innocent person you would think is shouldn't that be something we are really concerned about instead of always being like well that might not be it yeah like someone abusing authority because we cannot act like that every single time every single one of those videos like some of those videos are hard to watch Absolutely. and every time for according to these people it's always oh they're not getting it right no there's there's stuff going on that needs to be fixed and answered but but I see too many people just so concerned about that and I'm not saying that I know cops have a hard job and I would never want to do that job and there's and there's going to be times where it's in some of those videos that it's edited a certain way mm-hmm. But every case by case needs to be looked at differently, and I, and it sure does seem like, unless I'm just buying into the liberal media that somebody might say, it sure does seem like that there is an abuse of power somewhere in that system. Mm-hmm. It sure does seem like it to me, and I might be stupid and naive. And Anytime someone might tell that me there why. is authority or power, there will be abuse. Yeah, that's that's what will happen when you have authority because not everyone can handle it. Um, and that's been the way that that's how it's been from the beginning of time. Anyone who has authority at some some point that not, I'm not saying any single person, but when there's authority involved, somebody will abuse it. 
That's going to happen. And we have to be able to recognize and say, you know, why can't we say, I hate that police officers are are dying and in uh, the incident um, in Houston was it Houston yes. or Dallas right uh, yeah one of, in Texas I hate that that happened I hate that black innocent people have died I hate Across, that anybody yeah. is going through a difficult time I hate all of those things yeah, I don't know why you have to pick a side on this issue you don't have to pick a side and if and if you're naive enough to say oh you know what um, if you uh, if you criticize um, any police officers, then you're just against police uh, against the police academy, and, and you don't care about them. And that's ridiculous to say. Yeah. All that we're saying is that can we can we make it better? We want a better place to live in. All of those things involved. Yes. Um, but it, it, actually, in in a few weeks, um, we're going to have a conversation with with a good friend of mine um, about this uh, and, and talk about police brutality and black lives matter and all these things in in another episode in a few weeks. So make sure that you check that out too. And we'll talk about it more in depth. Yeah, for sure. But Colin Kaepernick needs to cut his hair. He does. Like I will, I will kneal for that one. I'll (laughs) sit for that one. Oh yeah. There needs to be change when it comes to to that. For sure. He looks ridiculous. (laughs) But, um, all right. Well, Hey, why don't we move on? Give us give us the tippiest of toppiest news today. Brought to you by Colin Kaepernick. Give us something. Give us something good. Are you gonna hear something good? Yeah, I do. All right, I got you. Give it to me. All right, so there's this new way of getting healthy that I that I want to. I know you know healthy. Yeah, everybody can use a little health tips. I really need health. I I feel you. Okay, a lot of Mountain Dew and never work out. (laughs) Eat a lot of fatty stuff, including at night. Well, you're in luck (laughs) because. People are freezing themselves at minus 184 degrees what? to prevent getting old. Is it, yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, first of where? This is in New York. I mean, like, where do you, you go to a place and they freeze it's you? It's a place called CryoLife. It's, okay. it's a method of cryotherapy. Okay. And how long are you frozen <laughs> for? So basically what, what happens is you're tricking your brain into freezing to death. Mm. Okay. Okay. It's got to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It's not. It's not necessarily FDA approved yet. And this is how Mr. Freeze started. Yeah. Batman. Um, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what I thought initially. This is Batman. Victor, Victor Freeze. It, it's a hypercooling treatment. So you're you're in a you're in a sealed tube for up to three minutes that pumps liquid nitrogen. Okay. There's no way this is good. This is you. real. This is real. All right. So they, it's there's no real health risks. Unless you're pregnant, have cancer, or cardiova- cardiovascular issues, so, <laughs> so there are there are some. <laughs> yeah. But um, what it does is it draws the blood out of your extremities to your core. Then once you come out of the chamber, your blood rushes back. That releases endorphins and euphoria. Oh, and it, euphoria! And it, and it helps oh, with anxiety. State helps with anxiety, depression. Oh, you know makes your, makes your skin look healthier. I'm, I'm, I see you guys coming around now. Uh, no, you Shane, you're what? getting stressed with a baby. I know. Oh, I can see it in your you eyes. You can use some cryotherapy. Anyway. You could use I got, some. I got some bags under my eyes. Hey, we got we got a freezer upstairs. <laughs> Why don't we, we get a bunch of ice? <laughs> so, they, so they kind of said this is similar to how athletes, when they do an ice bath afterwards, yeah. it's, it's, it's very similar to that. So your head's out of the thing. So you're in a tube, but okay. your head's not in it. They said if your head was in it, you could suffocate and die. Now, so do, that's do why you like go like unconscious or anything no you you walk into it's kind of like a you walk into it's almost like a tanning like a spray tan you walk in well if it's as healthy as as a tanning bed (laughs) 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 you walk in this tube thing comes around you Mm -hmm. and then they start 
pumping that and, and they liquid put that nitrogen in your in. veins. Not in your veins. Oh, it's just no. like <laughs> they give you an IV of did liquid I, nitrogen. Did I give that vibe with yeah, this motion? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, they I stick mean, something up your butt and just exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there. Come a popsicle from the inside out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know? Do you know if you freeze to death? Do you know that what happens is you get really cold. Ground bacon stuff. And then you get to a point where you're so cold that your your brain like triggers something. And you go the opposite, and your I guess your body starts producing like I don't know if it's endorphins or something, but then you start getting really hot, and your brain tells you that you're actually overheating. So a lot of people that freeze to death will will be found naked because they get so hot and they're so delusional at that point when they're right about to die that they take all their clothes off because they think they're sweating to death. Who told you that? Um, Mansers on Spike TV, incredible <laughs> source. Yeah, but seriously, that's what I heard. And then you take some Man- people like <laughs> I had no idea that was still that was a show. No, that was a long, source. That was a long time ago. Wow, Mansers. Yeah. So people, would you people. watch it after you watch A Thousand Ways to Die? <laughs> so they'll find people like like that freeze to death, dead, naked because. But think about it. Your brain looks like goes like to mush. Yeah, well, you're delusional. And you're delusional. And you're like, I'm so hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so and then you feel yourself even faster. your voice crack. <laughs> oh, I'm so hot. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, you know what, Topher, though? How much does that cost? <laughs> I, it's probably way too expensive. Yeah, yeah probably too. way too expensive. I, I don't know. There ain't no way that's Would you do it? Only so many. It's probably like a celebrity fad that's not going to last very long. And Would you know. guys do it? I mean, I'll try it. Yeah, I would try it. As long as I know that nothing bad is going I just, to happen. I don't you know, like being that cold. You do it have you have miserable. to strip down to your underwear too. It's not like you come in with a sweatshirt. Yeah, you got to get. Hey, when um I got a massage, mm-hmm. that doesn't have as much to do with it, but mm-hmm. I got a massage on my honeymoon. On my honeymoon in Mexico, it was like a discount place. Yeah, and um, which is bad idea initially. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really cheap. And she told me to take my stuff, my clothes off, and I thought she meant just down in my underwear. And then I was there in my underwear. She's like, "No, no, no, everything, everything." I was like, "Oh crap!" So I took everything off and put a, a sheet over me because I was naked. And then she takes a towel and takes like it's a little hand towel, folds it three times, and puts it right over my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, this is so awkward." <laughs> so she's massaging whatever. She's moving my legs, whatever. I'm sure she can see my balls. And, stuff. <laughs> and then she tells me to flip, but I didn't know what she said. And so um, I started putting clothes back when she came in. No, 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 flip, flip, take. So I take everything off, put the sheet over again, and then she takes a towel and kind of puts it over my, my junk. <laughs> At that point, like, she did it over the sheet and then moved the sheet, so you didn't see anything. I began a hand towel folded three times. And then... <laughs> you could so, have folded that thing five times and it would have been... Yeah, yeah. Have, have <laughs> and then she was massaging and she had a towel over my face so I could still see what she was doing down there. Um, but, it, but when she was close, she didn't see it. And I saw her move my leg. The towel slides off my junk. <laughs> and she's made a face like, ooh. <laughs> the towel back one. I was like, this has to end. <laughs> so ever since then, I, I could not like go just my underwear. And I'm like, Because I have, I, have, I have nightmares That's of last time I did. And, and, uh. and some lady in Mexico did not approve <laughs> what she saw. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't think I've heard that story. Heard that story? <laughs> uh, she that was, was she was not a fan yeah. of what I brought to the table. Oh, <laughs> like, oh boy, his yeah. <laughs> poor wife, yeah. brand new wife doesn't know what she got yeah. into. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I would like to do it. Especially, I wouldn't want to spend money. If someone like paid for me to do it, I would do it. Yeah. If it actually, what what if it actually helped though? What if it was proven to make you look younger? 
So I'm starting to get care. bags under my eyes. I'm a 31 year old. I got bags in my eyes now. I don't really care about looking younger. I just if it made me healthier, then yeah, then I would good. probably agree with that. Makes you feel good. Hey, look good, feel good. Look good, feel good. <laughs> don't know if that applies here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a saying I've heard. Yeah, look good, feel good. <laughs> no, but if if you start to look younger, you're gonna feel better. That's right. And then if if More if you confidence. type this. If you if you put this liquid nitrogen into your veins and your butthole yeah. like like they do, yeah, you're gonna really feel good. This to then, turn. then you'll be like Mister Freeze, and then you'll be able to take down Batman. Yep, and you'll be have a lot of ice puns. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, you know what? Let's put this episode on ice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you like that? Ooh, that's how we're gonna have to end every episode. Oh, let's put this episode on ice. Yeah. Well, hey, before before we end, and you can say your pun again. Okay. Um, thanks to everyone to listen, for listening. Um, we we I've been getting a lot of good feedback on stuff, getting a lot of listens recently. So things are are going are going pretty well. We've we've heard some good things about some of the last episodes. The one we did last week, mm-hmm. um, with with uh, Jonathan Mosaic. Yeah. That one I've gotten we've gotten a lot of good feedback, of feedback from that. Um, so thank you so much for all the feedback. Please, please, if you can, if you haven't done so, review it. Yeah. That would again, like we've said it before, but that really helps us. Um, like us on Facebook, like you hear me say at the end of the episode, um, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But yeah, thanks, thanks. You know what? Thanks yeah. for listening, yeah. and thanks for you know what? Thanks for chilling out with us. Oh gosh, <laughs> and, and listening to Not Your Mama's Christian podcast. Send us out, tip top. In the tippiest of toppiest ways, and I know you weren't ready for this. You're not going to know what to say. I'm trying to stall, but I continue to talk. And and so whenever you're ready, you're going to do it in five, four, three and a half, two Two. and a half, one, Uh, half, now. Oh, that episode was icy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like us on Facebook. Music provided by The Revive. You can check them out at therevivemusic.com. You can find Connections Church at connectionchurch.cc. And you can find City on a Hill Community Church at cityonahillcc.org.